guest Sean Copeland. Hello. What's up, Tick Twice? How y'all doing today? We're good. How are you? Good. Doing really good. That's good. Really good. Well, thank you for being our first guest. We are in a new location too. It's gorgeous. You can't yeah. see our view, but it's amazing. It is. We can. I can see Canada from here. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So, uh, how have you been since the last time we saw each other? And Sean, how has your summer been going? Uh, my summer's been going pretty good. Just, um, you know, do, doing a little light travel. I haven't been to all the places I wanted to go to, but I uh, went to Cleveland earlier this summer. Might be going back for Labor Day. Um, just, you know, working on my blog, um, doing some music stuff. So, just, it's been pretty good so far. That's really cool. How have you been, Casey? I have been doing good. Um, I have a fashion show this weekend. Uh, so lots of lots of stuff going on in the fashion world right now. Um, and let's fingers crossed that I can still go to New York Fashion Week because Lee is going with me. And listen, we just can't let this slip through the cracks. Yeah, what about you? Um, what have I been doing this week? It's been a real chill week. My supervisor was out their birthday that's always good it's been like a birthday week i went to a harry potter theme birthday party wednesday and that was really fun because it was like wands and all the decorations and you had to dress up in a costume so what did you dress up as um bellatrix <laughs> i ain't gonna act like i even paid attention oh, to harry potter no she was the villain <laughs> she was like the angry villain she always played like the angry white woman getting revenge in like movies like she played in any tim burton movie where she was the love interest she's the white woman she's in like every tim not burton Twilight, bitch. no not okay. Kristen stewart okay yeah. she's like older than Kristen stewart I once up. i once you see her face you will know exactly who it is like she, literally okay. um but so I was her because I had a lot of lace and a lot of black. And, yeah, that was really fun to do. And this week has been pretty chill. Pretty chill. I, you know I had to look her up <laughs> because I'm a researcher at heart. Do you, do you know who she is? You know, she looked like Anne Hathaway, but oh, it's not fucking Anne Hathaway. I got to watch Harry Potter again. Do you watch Harry Potter? Okay, so confession, I have never seen it. <laughs> any of the harry potter movies i'm terrible like and i had no excuse not to see them but i just have not seen any but i think i should play catch up yeah. before the summer's over it's definitely like one of those cultural things it's like spongebob like if you didn't see spongebob you're gonna see a million spongebob memes and not know what it's talking about i recently felt like that with um what's that that show on hbo where the teenagers be going crazy and they be doing drugs Oh, the rule. Uh, the rule. Uh, she be the main one. Yeah. What the fuck is the name of that show? Been Euphoria. 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 That's how I felt with all of Euphoria memes. And I haven't seen Euphoria either. Me either. <laughs> we got to get on our shit. Yeah, we'll be watching TV. Yeah. Uh, all right. So well, we're going to transition into the thick of it. Hey. hey. Into the thick of it. Hey. hey. Into the thick of it. What? 
Uh, sure. I can start us off. So the other day, um, I believe it was what's today? Friday. I get the days of the week wrong. So if today is Friday, then it must have been Wednesday that Angela Yee tweeted that as you know of the Breakfast Club is over. No, she did it in a tweet. She did it in a tweet. And I'm like, the tweet was like eight minutes old. And I'm like searching like the comments. I'm searching the Breakfast Club page. I'm on everybody page. Like, did something happen? Was there an argument? And no, she just tweeted that. And I don't know. So basically, uh, it's because she got other shit popping. And I think Breakfast Club was interfering with her other shit. Like, she got two other shows that she do. Lip service. Yeah, lip service. And I think she do something else with iHeartRadio or something. She's probably making her more fucking money than the Breakfast Club. And uh, DJ MVS on his car shit. Charlemagne on his book shit. So she got to be on her shit. That's real. Um, Did you listen to the Breakfast Club or enjoy the Breakfast Club? I actually listened to them often. I actually listened to them on the day where she was saying that she uh, was no longer going to be on there. I didn't know she did it in a tweet originally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they was like, uh, yeah, however however much time we got left with her. So I don't know if she still got like a month or a couple months left, but I don't think it's going to be like sudden. Is she, do you know she's leaving just her? That's what I want to know. Because the way you made it sound like it's just her leaving. I can't, I don't know if Charlamagne. I think it is. Actually, she didn't give a specific time, mm. so it could be a month, it could be a week. Like, she didn't really say, so we just have to tune in and see what's going on. Okay, did you listen to The Breakfast Club? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, okay. I listened to The Breakfast Club. Like, I I think that Angela Yee not being on the show is definitely going to affect okay. the chemistry of the show, mm-hmm. but because she to me is the one that keeps them on, like, on task. Yeah. Because Charlamagne can go a little to the yeah. left sometimes, and Envy uh-huh. can get a little off track with Charlamagne. So I feel like she's the one that keeps them on track. But I, I'm interested in seeing, like, who they're actually going to replace her with. That's, that's going to be really interesting. That would be interesting because you would have to have that patience, too. Because Charlamagne and Envy are people you need patience with. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like – you know, I listened to the show because it was – it was a cultural thing. Like, that's like saying I never watched Wendy Williams. I watched a Wendy Williams episode. Our girl need help. And you had to, because it was like, a, yeah, she need, she need help. Yeah. Send help. Um, but, yeah. So, I don't feel, like, horrible about it, because I would catch it when I caught the show. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like, people started, like, tweeting, like, their favorite moments from the show. And I was like, damn, they have had some good-ass moments on this show. Like, the Birdman. Oh, that was a classic. Yeah, that was a classic. That was a crazy day. Soldier Boy. Drake. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, they gave us some memories, and it's sad to see them go. But they're about to do, you know, it leaves room for new people to come in, so... Yeah, so do you want to do back and forth? Okay, Okay. so the first one on my list, y'all might have heard about this, but um, y'all know, like I said in our last episode, our good sis Beyonce released her new album, in which I listened to the whole thing on my way to Toledo, and it was a great album, I can't lie. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that, but it was great. 
Um, and I don't know if y'all know that on one of her songs, she was using a sample, very small sample from a Khalees song. I believe it was Milk Milkshake. And Khalees got mad that Beyonce used it, quote unquote, without her permission. But the thing is, Khalees don't even own the damn song that she sang on, for real on it. So really, she was like directing her anger at the wrong person you need to be mad at the person who not giving you your song and your credits um but Beyonce did end up taking that little whatever like the little beat was she took it out the song I didn't even know that you could take beats out of songs after you published the shit did y'all know that no I I I forgot (laughs) so okay so I forgot that you could do that but I feel I feel that um can okay can I like elaborate on that Okay, so the thing that's really interesting about, like, I, I do like Khalees. Like, I think she's dope. I've always felt Khalees was dope. But I feel like she kind of missed the mark on this one. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, let's be real here. Like, people have not really heard about Khalees as far as this generation. Like, maybe in our generation we have. Mm-hmm. Because we remember, like, the Milkshake or the other songs that she did. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, to me, she missed the mark because it's like, this is your bag that you could have had. And I understand you were upset because Beyonce didn't contact you. And I I understand where she's coming from. I understand that she felt that Beyonce should have contacted her. But maybe you could have, instead of going on Instagram and making a video, maybe you could have had your team reach out to her team and say, hey, you know, this wasn't cool the way this was done, but I'm still going to get my bag. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so here's the thing, because Beyonce actually put Khalees in the credits. Like, she actually put her in the credits. She was inside of the, you know, the, um, the booklet and stuff like that. She was there. But Khalees, you know, she still was upset because she felt that Beyonce didn't contact her. But I'm like, this is money that you could have had. You're talking about the biggest artist in the world put you on their song and you just fumbled the bag like you should have had your team contact her team it could have been done better i just felt like it could have been done better it definitely could have been done better i love khalees so i'm not gonna get in between this and i don't feel like she real like money hungry I'm, I'm not gonna get upset. I feel like she's not a money hungry type of person. Like she be on her farm making hair products and then shipping the bitches out so um i just I feel like she did it emotional. It was a very emotional response. It was a very like, oh, I just heard this happen. I'm going to get on Instagram right now. I don't think it was handled the correct way. And I feel like if it was done a little bit more professional, professionally, um, then it would have been handled a different way. But now her name is off of the song. And like you said, like she doesn't get any type of credit at all. And that, story. yeah, so. Like she said, it was a very small sample. Very small, lyric. not even yeah. like a lyric or anything. Yeah. It was like so. a beep boop. And then. I think I would have taken, I just would have accepted it and I would have my bag. You know, and and I feel like it would have been different if the song was like a remix type of thing, a milkshake, like my milkshake, uh, 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 right? That would have been different than like just in the beat. Like that's a total difference. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she did fumble the fucking bag. She did. Um. So next on my list was the Jackie Ina scandal. So, girl, scandal, scandal with a candle. 
scandal with a candle. Yes, she do. Okay, so I thought people loved Jackie Ina. Then I started getting on Twitter, and people was like, pretty much like, fuck Jackie Ina. She a sellout. She thinks she's so African-American. Y'all know she have african It was a lot of those comments, which that's a whole other thing, um, because she's Nigerian. Um, her, they believe her father's from Nigeria, and so, like, a lot of Africans were upset about the candle. So she released a new candle set because she has a candle line called Forever Mood. And with one of the candles, it was called – y'all know I don't be pronouncing stuff. Oh. So – um, from my just ignorant American, me not even trying, um, <laughs> pronounce, pronouncing of this candle, it's called Soro Soki, and, um, it translates to, I believe, that was the name of one of the scents of the candles, um, and that translates to speak louder in Nigeria. Um, and the issue that people had was at the height of Black Lives Matter and protesting movement, especially like even in Nigeria, it was like an SARS movement happening in 2020. Um, Jackie Ina refused to speak up. She didn't mention anything. She didn't say anything. So that... Sorrow, which somebody's gonna correct me. That phrase, they are relating it to like Black Lives Matter, or they're relating it to like I can't breathe. And so her posting it on a candle and her not being a part of the movement rubbed a lot of people wrong. Um, and so she put out an apology and said that like. Um, as the brand over of Forever Mood, I understand that our decision severely hurt members um, with the can naming the candle that, and it will never happen again. Um, but people were tearing that woman to shreds, and I have never seen anybody say anything bad about her before, and I was just really shocked. Shocked is the word, honey, because I too thought we loved Miss Jackie, but you know what? And y'all, oh, y'all gonna get on me. I ain't even gonna say it. I feel like that is so <laughs> You can't, listen, how you gonna be so, you are, we talked about this, about can you be in an inter interracial relationship and truly be like pro-black? What do you think? Okay, so this, this is a hot button topic. So, man. I know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm, I'm one of those people like I, I'm I'm not gonna claim the word activist yet because that that carries a lot of weight to it, mm -hmm. but I do you know really care about black causes and I try to you know really put on for our people and do different things that uplift our community. But I I don't know I feel like you can be like a a person who is pro black, mm -hmm. and you can marry a person of another race. But I feel like. It's all about like your self-awareness, you know what I mean? Like you still have to know that you're a black person because sometimes people will marry someone outside of their race and then sometimes forget. Yeah, assimilate. So, right, assimilate, that's, that's the perfect word. So I feel like as long as you're still self-aware of who you are and you're down with the culture, you're down with the cause, I think it can be done. It's just, you know, we've seen examples where it is a good thing, and then we've seen examples where it's, you know, a little interesting. But I think it can be done, personally. I think it can be done, too. What about you? I know we kind of talked about this, but 
just to let the people know. Okay, who are we talking about? We talk about Jackie Island. She's in an interracial relationship. Ain't her husband white? No. Her husband black. He black as hell. Girl, you lying. Let me nah. He tall, dark, handsome. Why do I feel like I seen her with a white man? I don't know. Hold on. Mm mm. You know we got to look it up. Jack, I'm Jackie Jackie Jaina. <laughs> I think it's her husband or fiance. I'm not sure if they he married. So is black. <laughs> Girl. Who was I thinking Wait, who, about? Who's the husband? Um, her husband, I'm not sure what he does, but Who is this man? Uh I don't know. Okay. Maybe I just had the wrong guy. Maybe yeah. maybe she dated somebody before her husband who was not black. I, I swear I'll see her with a white man. I'm going to take back what I said now. But maybe she's just not in touch with her blackness. You know, some people just be like, I'm going to just use it as, you know, for my candle line instead of actually living that shit. You know, kind of like for, um, for clout. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's what people were, like, hinting at, like, she just did it for clout rather than you wasn't really out here being an advocate for it. Yeah. You want to go next? Yes. All right. Next I have, okay, so y'all know the nurse who crashed and uh, killed six people. So she is being charged with six counts of murder. And the fact that sis has been in 13 accidents that have possibly or could have caused bodily harm and sis still had her license. Mm-hmm. How how are we doing this? What is going on? The bitch had a sprained ankle. They said she wasn't on drugs either. No drugs, no alcohol. The okay. bitch was just mad that some some about her boyfriend or something. Some about a guy. So you crashed into and killed six people. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Go what? To jail, bitch. <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> what what like what? What does it take for your state to be like, you know what? You done caused too many accidents, sis, and I need that license up off you. What I mean, what does it take? Lord. Lord. Rest in peace to those people, though. Yeah, it was like a whole little family she killed. Like... I actually never like heard the news story. I just keep hearing it in passing. Like people keep talking about like the audacity of her still being alive and doing this to other people. Um, but yeah, it happened like two weeks ago. She killed like a family of four and like two other people. A pregnant lady. Yeah. Like wow. it was a mess. Mm-hmm. Wow. This was in uh, California. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so next on my list was the Kia Boys. I think I mentioned this last week. The Kia boys was out here. Um, but Bia, if you have a Kia, they are out here stealing y'all cars. Mm-hmm. Um, before I left the house, they said over 150 Kias have been stolen in the metro Detroit area within the past few weeks. Who the fuck in Detroit got a Kia? A lot. <laughs> they is doing this shit with USB cords. Do you hear me? I <laughs> And they can steal it's your home. Oh, okay. So <laughs> apparently it's been like this TikTok trend. And it's been a TikTok trend since like 2020. So they show you how to break into a Kia and hijack the car using your iPhone cord. Like the USB part. And this, this is a thing. Like they're going around stealing Kias. Like they still. This is a nationwide Chevy. thing. Wow. Yeah. I've been in the dark on that one. <laughs> wow. Yes, you gotta go on TikTok and look up Kia Boys. And so <laughs> And so 
they have made it here to the dirty D. Uh, and they've oh, even like, like no, nah, this is just like if you steal the car, you a kill boy now. So they're like these dudes are from another state, and then they just traveled up here and no, started. It's a, it's like a, the, oh, okay, it's like okay. It's a trend, and then people wherever state you in, call yourself okay. a Kia boy if you scream. Not as wow. worldwide. Yeah, it's worldwide, and so it definitely made its way here, and it's Kias and Hondas, Hondas. Um, but it's both of those cars, and you can find out how to do it on TikTok. I'm not encouraging you to do this, but. Yes, if you need more information, people have been, like, documenting their stories, like, going outside and, like, my car has been broken into, like, they took the steering wheel lock off and, like, put it on the seat. And most of the time the cars are returned. They just mess it up horribly and then do it for the thrill. So, yes, be on the lookout if you have a Kia because they out here. Uh, next on my list is that Trump's house, the Mar-a-Lago, got raided. Your boy got raided. To all those Trump niggas out there, how y'all feel about that? Because I know y'all sad. They probably don't even listen to this podcast, to be That's fucking right. honest. Okay. <laughs> if you a Trump supporter, I don't want you listening to I don't podcast. want you here. No. <laughs> all, all business had good business. Uh, <laughs> and then second of all, they probably not sad. They're probably like, this is attack on America. And goddamn, make America great again. This is why he was our greatest president. Like you, you did that a little too good. <laughs> my favorite go-to accent. That's how I feel like people from out of this country think we talk. You know that that could be that could be. Um, and apparently they even confiscated like uh, what were they called? Not secure documents. Um, they they got some. What are they called, you guys? Confidential. Confidential. Okay. Thank you. They got some confidential documents from the Mar-a-Lago. He has some, like, nuclear paperwork um, and some other stuff. Like, he oh, trading secrets. He trading. <laughs> he doing something for them to be in his motherfucking shit. Okay. So, hey, I hope they get him for everything he got. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything to add? You know what? I actually heard, like, a little bit about this story. Uh, I can't say what I want to say <laughs> because, you know, you know how people are with politics. But I will say that it's an interesting thing with Trump's house getting raided because of all of the what what was it? the Oh, man, I think it was the emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. And there was something. Oh, his tax records. That's what it was. It was the tax records and stuff like that that he was trying to hide. So I'm wondering if they're actually going through this house and if they might find, like, some of those tax records that they were looking for, you know, or some other, you know, interesting, you know, shady evidence that he might have been hiding during a presidency. So that is something that I'm definitely, like, looking forward to seeing you know, over the coming weeks to see if yeah. they find anything on that. That would be super interesting if they found something. I would be waiting to see. I honestly think that they are doing this perfectly at this time because they do not want that man to run for president again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Perfect, yeah. Timing. Perfect timing. Um, I'll skip my last one for time. Okay. Yeah, because it's just about Blueface and Krishan, and we're tired and of them. And fucking crazy? Bitch is dick whipped. <sighs> she is... Did you see 
that video I sent you on TikTok no, where it was showing yet. why she crazy and it was it was showing him and his boxers. No, I didn't see that oh, one yet. Oh, okay, yeah. They did that. And you know what? You can I just want to say something yeah. real quick. You can definitely be digmatized to where you will do some dumb ass shit for a nigga with some good dick. Since some girls out here who will do that. Have you heard of that, Sean? They they give you your paycheck, give you their paycheck. They let you borrow their car. You, I know you done heard of that. The car is a big one for the sure. Car, yeah. Okay. Don't don't act like y'all ain't heard of. Look. At, you said never. Okay. Never for me either. You, I, I know you know about the car. That's yeah. that's one of the main ones. The car. I don't even. I asked my friends last year. Was I shallow? Because I don't talk to niggas with a car. Because look, first of all, we both can't be coming from the bottom. What of us got to be up? Up and up, okay. Both of us, okay. <laughs> For the car, this nigga using your car to do shit, and he dropping you off to work. Mm. It's a son for me. Mm. Mm. It's a child and for me. Can't raise no man like K. Michelle says. All right, so we are on to our next section. Yes, we're doing a icebreaker. Choose a question. Yes, Mr. Sean Copeland of the. <laughs> 8-11 blog. Yesterday was 8-11. Yes. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Okay, so mine says, what is the dumbest way you've been injured? Man, I've, I'm, okay, real talk, I'm kind of clumsy, so I've had some, some interesting things. Okay, so I think one of the weirdest ways I've been injured is when I was a kid, I was riding my bike outside, and I actually – for I don't know how it happened, but like my arm actually went through the fence, like the top of the fence, and I still have that little puncture like to this day. It's somewhere, but it's yeah. That I think that was like one of the weirdest, dumbest ways because the way I fell, I actually went like to the top of the fence, and it was weird. You know that house that is next door to me? That was the one. Yeah, so I was like literally going through, like going through the block or whatever on my bike, and it happened. That I would say that's the dumbest way that I've been injured. Wow. What about you? Whoa! I thought we was choosing different questions. <laughs> Cause I don't know if I've been injured in a crazy way before. What have you? Yeah, I'm super clumsy, so oh. I could come up with a thousand ways, Shit. thousand scars to show you. Let me see. You picked it. You put it in there. <laughs> uh, okay. What would you name your boat if you had one? Let me see. Hmm. Probably, thank God I'm fabulous. The okay. name of my boutique. Okay. Easy, on brand. You feel me? Yeah. And it could be a fabulous ass boat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me see. Oh, what will your superpower be? Teleport. Get me here. Get me gone. Right now. That was easy. I think I'm going to every day. I hate flying. Y'all ever seen the movie Jumper? Mm-mm. Oh, shit. Well, he could touch people and teleport them with him. I would love to be a jumper-ass nigga. Unless he get mad at you and teleport you to, like, mm. That remind me of a story where my cousin had a boyfriend and I think he was cheating on her. So she drove him like from downtown all the way to the east side of Detroit and left him there. She said, get out of my car and may, may him find his way at like three o'clock in the morning. Oh my God. <laughs> Pre-Uber? Pre-Uber, honey. Ooh, I would have ended up right back at your house. Like, what's up? Okay. 
So I think we're ready to get started. Um, we're going to hop into our interview portion. We thank you so much for being here. Um, so our first question um, is just to get to know you just a little bit more. I've known you for a while. Chrissy's new to you, but let's introduce our audience. Okay, so what's up, Thick Twice fam? Hey. Um, my name is Sean Copeland. That's my government name. Um, my stage name is Enzo. I'm a, um, I'm an artist. I'm a writer and producer. Um, I have a blog called Eight Eleven that I started earlier this year, um, and I'm also working on music, which should be released um, late this year or early next year. Um, and that's pretty much it. I'm uh, born and raised in Detroit, Michigan, so definitely uh, homegrown. But yeah, that's that's. Kind of the basics. Okay, okay. So I know we mentioned that yesterday was 8-11, and your blog is called 8-11. So could you just tell us a little bit more about, like, the inspiration? Um, where did the name come from? Just for the people, we know where it came from because we read about it. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. So um, 8-11 is really special to me. Uh, my grandfather's birthday was August 11th, so his birthday would have been yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, he passed away in 2003. And so um, my company is called 811 Studios, and the blog is the first project that is released through that studio company. So it's basically a way to honor him and give him a legacy and to uphold his memory. So that's where that comes from. That's really cool. Well, happy birthday to your happy granddad. Happy birthday, Woo! And um, so going through your social media, because I went through all of it, um, it seemed like he had like a big big influence on your life like can you tell me like what he inspires for you yeah my granddad had a, a big influence on me um it's really funny because yesterday I actually was thinking about him I think about him a lot anyway but I, I really thought about him yesterday naturally and I think one of the biggest influences that he had on me was like his personality because he was a very interesting dude like very um like blunt, straightforward, um, like take no prisoners, like talk. Oh, I can cuss on it, right? Um, talk this shit, all of that. Like, just, just was a really interesting person. But also, like, the loyalty. Like, I miss that because I think about, like, in his generation, that was, like, really important to people. And so I try to carry that um, with me every day. So those are some of the things, like the authenticity, the loyalty, the, you know, willing to help people in any way that he could. Um, that was something, or those were things that I definitely have been influenced by, for sure. Okay, cool. Shout out to Granddad. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned your studio. I didn't know that 811 was the studio, and then you were having different things. Um, but I did read that you dabble in music. You just said that photography and the blog. So what what is your favorite outlet out of all of those, and what do you feel like is your niche? Oh, good question. Um, you know, I'm going to go with the OG stuff. I will say music. Um I think music, you know, is something that I started out with. So I started in music when I was four or five. So it's been going on for a long time. Um, so I would say that's probably my favorite in theory. But I also really enjoy writing, too. Like, I, I enjoy um, writing for my blog or doing news articles. Um, actually, 
I never mentioned this before, but I'm working on a book right now. So that is, yeah, yep. Yeah, exclusive on the Thick Twice podcast. Um, so yeah, I would say I would say music number one, and I would say writing would be number two. How many instruments do you play? Um, I play two instruments. So I play piano and organ. Those are kind of you know kind of the same. And then I play the trumpet. Um, I I'm a little rusty on the trumpet. It's been a minute <laughs> since I've actually played it, but I do technically play it. Okay, yeah. Cool. I do technically. Technically, you know what I'm saying. Um, so Sean probably doesn't remember this, but you definitely taught me how to play. You remind me of a girl on the piano. What? Yeah. Yeah. And I literally tell everybody, I'm like, Sean taught me how to play this on the piano. I know you don't. See. We was I was probably like 10, so you was probably like 15, 16. I don't even remember. I play it all the time. That's crazy. Was it? Okay, so it was at my crib? No, we had a little keyboard. Oh, okay. I think I remember that keyboard. Mm -hmm. We had a little keyboard. Yep, it was in the living room. I I remember the keyboard, but I don't remember teaching you. I know, because I was like, just something real quick. And you was like, that's the easiest thing I can teach you. And I've been playing it ever since. That's funny. Uh Oh. Yes, it's literally so easy. That's so awesome memory because I I don't remember that. This man don't remember. <laughs> but I mean, granted, that was over ten years ago, bro. It was. That's, how long y'all been knowing each other? He's oh, known me my whole oh, life. Okay. Yeah, like okay. literally, like. <laughs> um. Okay. So reading through your blog, um, you mentioned like the re- Renaissance of Detroit. Um, so where do you see this happening for artists and creators and how do you see yourself in this renaissance? Man, y'all got some good questions. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so man, that's, that's a really good one. So I feel like, um, the renaissance of Detroit is like, we see a lot of like, uh, restaurants, like shops, stuff like that. But I don't know, like, I feel like the renaissance of music is is a little slower, maybe. Because, I mean, you have, like, your Big Sean, you have Eminem, who, in my opinion, is, like, the king of Detroit. In my opinion, because I know people debate, yeah, debate. Um, Yeah, so, but you have those two. Um, Of course, like, the the Motown artists, um, people like the White Stripes. I feel like we had that era, but I would like to see people come together though i would say in detroit because i feel like a lot of times people kind of have their own thing like in this corner mm-hmm. in that corner and they don't want to support each other because it's like well i got this connection over here with sony and i got this connection at columbia and i don't want to help out this other person you know what i mean so i feel like once we could probably get that together then we would probably really see a renaissance because we have a lot of talent here that's not the problem like, we have a whole lot of talent. Like, we've had some of the best talent in the industry, you know. So, I feel like um, when we can get that together, I feel like we could start, like, dominating again, for sure. Um, I really thought that you was about to say, once we get out of this Detroit rap type of shit, I don't know why I thought you was about to go there, but I do want to ask you, how do you feel about the current, like, Detroit artists? Like, um, I'm trying to even think, like, PZ, like... Yeah, Sada Baby. How do you feel about those types of artists? Gotta be more people than them, right? 
That's like lit, lit. That's that was um, cool. Babyface Ray. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think I guess of rap this. is our our it's big our main thing. thing. It's yeah. our big thing now. I feel like um, I would say like with local artists. I'm gonna be real, like I I should listen to more Detroit rap. Like I listen to Sada, I listen to um T Grizzly sometimes, but I feel I don't know, like like what do you mean when you say like the like my opinion as far as like if we could do more Okay, so this I feel like the style is me personally, I feel like Sada, his style is kinda actually funny to me because he doesn't take himself super seriously. Yeah, he's very like comedic. So I like people like that who they rap, they got the story behind it, but they have fun with it. And I feel like he's always having fun with himself. Like I was listening to um, damn, what is the name of it? Um, not the I shoot your shit through your. No, not not that one. Um, <laughs> man, the one that um Nikki hopped on. She hopped on the remix. Oh, mm. Look, wanna try it. What was that song? Dang. Was doing the, they wanna see me do my Yeah, that one, that one, that one. Yeah, so I I love the style of that song. Like I like the whole throwback of it. Um But you, actually, you know what's kind of crazy? And people may think I'm like ignorant on hip hop when I say this, but I feel like Detroit artists, like some of the content they put out, it's kind of southern influence. Mm-hmm. Like you hear like the heavy like trap, you hear the heavy eight oh eights. So I feel like one thing I would like to see, too, is, like, we do have our own sound, like, so to speak, but I would like to see us develop, like, a like a real Detroit unmistakable sound. Okay. You know, like, New York, they have drill. Like, I feel like we should have that. Okay. And we have, you know, like, we're techno city. Like, a lot of people maybe in the hood don't listen to techno. I do. <laughs> but I feel like I, I thought about incorporating some of that into my music. Yeah. You know, like incorporating that because, it's, yeah, because it's a Detroit thing. So, yeah, so I feel like when we, you know, maybe come up with that, like, unmistakable sound, I think it'll be dope. I definitely do feel like Detroit has its own style. So much that the West Coast tries to jock off us hard. Because I know I've brought this up before. Because they was having songs about Little Caesars. And eating on the West Side or East Side. It was West Coast jock us so hard. So I feel like we have our own style. I just think we need to get out of like that crabs and a barrel mentality. Like, oh, he up on. So I got to try to beat him. Instead of let's put our brains together and see what we can do. And I feel like these artists now are doing that better. Like, Babyface Ray has a mixtape with... I forgot who, but... It's, sure. it's another Detroit artist. And then, like, Big Sean be bringing on Sada Baby. He brung on... Um, it wasn't the Cheddar... Dope Boys Cash Out on a song. Like, I think Detroit artists are now seeing, like, we need each other because people be trying to shit on Detroit without us. Yeah. And real quick... Did you know that Big Sean brought Janae to Cass? Yeah. Like, why wasn't I there? I just wanted to see Sis. That's it. I didn't even got to see him. I just want to see her. You're not a Janae fan? Oh, wow. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty girl. Great, great music. Great gowns. And great choice in men, okay? Have you seen Omarion, brother? He, Orion is fine, but... Yeah. That's it. <laughs> she like, that's it. <laughs> so we did a um a live podcast uh with the What Up Doe podcast. Was that last month? Yeah. 
last month. And one of the questions that was in that was, how do you pull yourself out of a creative drought? So just as a creative, um, if you ever are going through those droughts, like what do you normally do to get out of it, if you've ever even experienced one? Um, That's another good question. I think like with creative droughts, I think it's important to like find a source of inspiration. Um, and I go through droughts just like anybody. So I would say for me, one of the things that helps is like, like for me, I'll use Detroit as an example. Like being here, I'll come downtown or midtown and I instantly just start. It's something about like these skyscrapers and tall buildings that just makes my mind think higher. And then I'll start like getting to a better headspace. Um, so that's something that I do. And I'll just kind of like come down here and drive around, spend like a half hour doing that and just looking at the energy of it. Cause I'm, I'm like a city person through and through. Like I've never lived in the burbs in my entire life. Contrary to, to some people who think that I did. Um, but I'm like a city person. So being down here with like all the noise and the energy and stuff like that, it just will automatically like get me out of a, a little drought for a little bit. And then I'll start thinking of stuff and I get to a better, better place to be, you know, writing or creating or whatever. Um, listening to podcasts, like listening to podcasts, like um, Jay, Shetty, Jay Shetty, right, is somebody that I've been up on lately. Okay. He's like really good. Um, he talks about like, you know, like the inspirational stuff and the spiritual stuff. And he doesn't really push religion per se, like for people who, you know, you know how that can divide people. So he doesn't really go into that territory, but he does talk about just spiritual stuff and like inspirational stuff and, you know, what to do if you feel lost, what okay. to do if you feel uninspired. So I listen to him sometimes for that. Um, I also, I think being in nature sometimes, like just kind of chilling out and I'm like a beach person. Yes, yeah, so I'm a huge, <laughs> I'm a huge beach person so i go there and i'm good like i'll go and just sit in the sand and you know then i'll be like oh man this is dope and i'll start thinking of different ideas so i think those things work for me okay so this is really random but me and my sister was talking about the beach last night she was like when i relax i think about the seagulls in the beach i said girl why is this i said why are seagulls in your relaxation picture (laughs) She was just like, they just remind me of peace. So do you think of seagulls when you think of your peace? Uh, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't even think <laughs> of the seagulls. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, they yell. and they're, Yeah, I don't I don't really think of them myself. But. Even at peace, she can be chaotic. But that's another story. <laughs> um, okay, so this is a question I wanted to ask you. Um, on your website, um, on your blog, you mentioned your principles are diversity, honesty, inclusion, commitment to quality content. What is quality content to you? Oh, man, it's, these are some fire questions. Um, quality content is just like, I feel like it's, it's honestly like just putting your all and your best in something. You know, like when you write, you try to put things together that are thoroughly researched or it's something that you're passionate about, something that is soulful to you even. You know, I'm not one of those people that's just going to put any bullshit out there. Like, I like to really make sure that I'm putting things on there that matter to me or even if I'm listing people or like referencing people or interviewing people, like I like to make sure that I really am, 
you know, into this this person, this creator, you know what I mean? And I really care about this being good. And so sometimes it may take me a little extra time to produce it, but I just like to make sure that it's quality. And I think the people can see through it too. Like if you put out some bullshit, like people can tell. Cause it's like, oh, okay, he just put out whatever, or she just put out whatever. I think people can tell when you actually put time, you put effort and even money, like they can tell the difference. So I think when people come to whatever it is that I'm doing, I want them to be able to say, like, oh, okay, this is really cool. Like, he really put time and effort into it. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, it definitely, you can tell if somebody was just, we wrote these questions the day before or we had it already pulled up. Like, you can just tell the effort people put into stuff. Yeah, effort um, shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Effort shows. Um, <laughs> and I think uh, speaking to what you said, um, like the investment that you make into your content, you know, making sure that you have, you know, clear backgrounds, good backgrounds, good sound. Um, it all adds up. Um, and just making sure that you, you know, even if you're not sure, like, I don't know if people like go dig what I'm doing, put it out there, but just make sure that it's quality when you do it. Yeah. Cause I can tell like even your photography, like, you do like Christmas specials and I love that. And that's a, it seems like that's your favorite holiday. <laughs> and he does like these Christmas um like self portraits and they're amazing. And I also seen you did calendars at one point too. Um what do you see yourself like putting out next? I know you talked about your music. Can you tell us a little bit about your music and what you're going for right now? Um so with the music like it's going to be like R&B soul um with some obviously like some hip hop laced in there. Um, I even, like I said, I want to do the, the techno influences because I'm from here. I'm from Detroit, so I want to put that in there and some alternative stuff, too. Um, and that's the sound of it. And I think before, I think, Chrissy, like, you just made a good point. Like, just put stuff out there. And I've had to tell myself that, like, don't overthink everything. Just put just put it out there. If it's, if it's good and it's quality, just put it out there. So that's what I've been teaching myself this year to get stuff done. So, um, and I say that to say, like, with music before, it was like I always wanted everything to be perfect. And I would look at the climate now, and I'd be like, okay, this person has trap. This person has trap. I don't want to do trap. I don't know if I could really connect with it as an artist. I connect with it as a listener, but as an artist, do I connect with it? But now, you know, I'm like, I don't have to define it. Like, people nowadays are doing whatever they feel like doing and just making a record. Yeah, and just putting it out. So that's that's what the, the project could sound like. Um, sorry, what was the other part of the question? Pretty much, like, how's your music, um, what it's going to sound like, and, yeah, like, are you in, having fun getting back into music? And yeah, it's it's been fun, like, getting back into it um, and just – you know, just working on the craft again and, and finding, like, the 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 passion for it again is, is really good for me because <laughs> I spent a while, like I said, like, not doing it because I was worried about, like, oh, what will it sound like? Will it, will it you know, cross over to where people will like it? Because I feel like nowadays with a lot of artists, it's like you always have to sound like everybody else. And that's that's kind of weird because, like, I was listening to, uh, to Lucky Day earlier. Mm-hmm. And I mess with Lucky Day. Like, I like um, I like his, his albums. They're pretty cool. And 
I kind of like him because he he has like the the modern sounds, but he kind of is a little, I don't know, like a little him, like a little different from other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like he's pretty fire as an artist, and you know, just I feel like a lot of like we don't have like a male R and B artist right now where it's like they're just doing them and they do not care about what their if their song is different from everybody else. Yeah. So I feel like that is something that might need to be filled for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like female artists, we have plenty of those in R&B. Yeah, like plenty of them. And I feel like we need more like male R&B artists. Um, so I feel like, you know, just being comfortable with myself and just trying new things. And yeah, just and also just making it up as I go too. like I notice like sometimes you'll find little things will come to your head like just as you go. So that's that's the fun part too. It's not always about planning something because I could plan something, and it almost it always will turn out different. It almost will never go exactly how I plan. Yeah. So uh, continuing on the music aspect. So earlier you mentioned <clears throat> controversially that Eminem was the king of Detroit. But uh, what I want to ask you is, aside from Eminem, because I'm assuming uh, you like his music, who are some of your other favorite artists? They, they don't have to be from Detroit. Um, okay, so I'm going to say another Detroit artist. I'll say Big Sean is somebody that I listen to and am inspired by. Um, you know, it's it's funny because I feel like the Eminem comment, I feel like there would be a lot of people that would agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I've been seeing, like, hate for Eminem lately on social media. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's an issue because he's white. I don't know. I, I don't know what it's... But, I mean, I think Eminem is, like, a lyrical rapper, though. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, and, I mean, he's always repped Detroit. Like, he's all... Like, we had 8 Mile. We had different stuff from him. We had that whole scene with um, Obi Trice, D12. Oh, D12. Yeah. Right? yeah, like, we had we had them. Um, that's the name of my band. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, we... Yeah, I feel like he, he definitely, like paid his dues for sure but i feel like i'm gonna be honest like i do feel like because he is white that sometimes people don't want to give him that credit but i feel like he's a dope artist i I really do um some of the other people that are my favorites are jay-z like i'm a huge jay-z fan um the music the business acumen the marketing like just just everything that he does i think is dope as hell um i also am a fan of there are so many people. Like, I'm a fan of, um, like I said, Lucky Day, I think is really dope. Um, I'm a fan of artists who, like, just do them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't care about, like, trying to please people. Like, I, I'm still a fan of Kanye. Like, Kanye has, he's been a little, him, yeah. Like, he's been a little different lately. But I'm still a fan of him. And he had a heavy influence on me, I think growing up because he was like one of those artistic dudes that was from chicago and stuff like that and he just had a different image and he just rocked it and got to where he is yeah stay stay true to it so i'm a fan of him um i think obviously beyonce is great artist great entertainer um great business acumen um let me see if i can think of some other newer artists um I like some of Giveon, Giveon, right? Or is it Giveon? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I I like him. I think he's really talented. Um, 
Man, so many. It is a lot. Yeah, so so many people. Um, little baby, I think is is talented. Um, okay. yeah, so kind of all over. If I told you like all the stuff, people yeah. be like, "What is this dude on?" <laughs> but like, I love all types of stuff. Like, I there's this um jazz group that I've been listening to, Neil Anderson Quintet. I've been listening to their music, and they're a local jazz band, so indie jazz band. They make some fire music. Um, so I've been listening to them. Um, I've been listening to like some some Calvin Harris, some uh, David Guetta. So just I don't know, just like all types of stuff. Yeah, all types of stuff. Pop is coming back. That whole 2007 super bass, boom, 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 boom. That whole era is coming back. It really is sliding back in. So. Um, that's why I remember like David Guetta really showing up in that era. Yeah. He always had a, a fist pumper. Oh yeah. Um, and I just wanted to say to your point about Eminem, it's definitely because he white and yeah. Detroit is a black ass city. So we're not about to be like, yeah, that white man is the king of Detroit music. The blackest city in the okay, D. That's the reason why. But I do think that Eminem, you know, he definitely has some good songs. He's lyrical. So that's very nice. Um, and I actually think I saw that jazz band at Shane Park this oh. summer. I think so. I think that was them. I have never been to Shane Park. And damn, people are looking at me now like this too. <laughs> I was playing a Detroit game the other night. And they were like, oh, take a shot if you haven't been to Shane Park. And I took that shot. And nobody else did. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> Everybody else, everybody else been to Shane Park around this bitch? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've been there multiple times. Somebody's like, are you even from Detroit? <laughs> Don't try me. I feel like now we got to find a concert. I got to take you there. It is semi-outdoors. The seats is hard. And actually, the last time I went there was uh, this past Saturday, so last week. And I went to go see Music Soul Child. So it was um, Kiki Wyatt. Uh, Chrisette Michelle. Oh, who was that other person? Oh, Dave Hollister. Dave oh. Hollister from Black Street and uh, Music Soul Child. Where you going with your money? Girl, no. Oh. But uh, my uh, job gave us free tickets. That's what's up. Girl, they would just be doing stuff. But shout out to them for that. Was that, was that the music concert? Was it this past weekend? Yes. And it was horrible. Horrible. Like, Whoever they sound person is needs to be fucking fired. Like it was that bad. It was it was this bad to where Kiki Wyatt was the first person. She came out an hour late, and when she got out there, she's singing and shit. And no, she's not pregnant. I think she got a BBL to be honest, or mommy makeover or something, because she was shaking that little well that big thing because it wasn't little. But um, yeah, when she came out, like the sound was like she was trying to sing over the music because it was like blaring. But so she's like screaming, singing, and she like, hold on, we need to do a sound check. And she was like, okay, y'all get it together. She left off the stage and said, I'll be back when y'all get it together. They finally got it together, but they had to get it together every time a new artist was coming out. So we left before Music Soul Child even came out. But I heard that Music Soul Childs was not good either. So, hey. Because I saw saw him at Shane Park years ago. Like, this was, I can't even remember how many years ago. He actually was sick, but he was fired, though. Like, he was really good. So, I don't know, like... If something happened, yeah, I don't know if something happened, but he was he was good when I saw him there. That's what I'm gonna try. That's my try of the week. That is, that's your fucking try. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get to Shane Park. Oh, Aretha Franklin Amphitheater. 
Okay, you know, shout out to Aretha Franklin, but I'm calling it Shane, Shane Park. Park. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like they tried to change the name to Kobo to like the TFC, TFC, TCF. What are we, what are we doing? I mean, uh, I'm gonna mess up some um, acronyms. So. Yes, and then Hollywood is Greek Town is Hollywood now. Yeah. What? Yeah. They changed the name of Greek Town? Yeah, I'm about to call that shit Greek Town. Don't fucking it's play. Hollywood. It's a Hollywood casino? Hollywood, yes, yeah, casino. I gotta look this up. Where have I been at? Yeah, 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 owns it? Like they they own it I now? Think so. Oh my goodness. I gotta look that up. Um, okay, so you was that really on try the week? Literally. Literally. Because apparently I'm such an eyeball out of <laughs> Okay, before we before we let Sean plug himself, um, let me see. My try of the week is to like we were kind of alluding to about just putting things out there. If you are thinking about doing something, just do it. Like, don't overthink it. Don't be like, oh my god, like nobody's gonna look at this. Nobody's gonna like this because it's somebody out there that's gonna like that shit. So do that shit. Don't overthink it and just go from there. If you need to tweak it, tweak it. But other than that, like. You know, don't doubt yourself. That's my try of the week. Um, I, it's funny. I think we got the same try of the week. So I would say, like, when you're doing something, don't overthink it. Just do it. Just literally, if there's something that you want to do in life, just do it. Don't overthink it. Don't overprocess it. Don't worry about what other people are going to say. Like, just do it. And put it out there because I guarantee you somebody out of society is going to want it. Just as bad as you want it. And if there's if it's there's been something in your mind that you want to do, I can guarantee you somebody else will appreciate it. Um, just add a, make sure you study though, because I just thought of the pink sauce when y'all said that. <laughs> and you know, somebody probably just told her to just do it, and you can. And she probably made a good thousands. Yeah. But you know, always be open to improvement too. Be open to yeah, improving. Constructive yeah. All right, Sean. So thank you so much for being our first official guest. Can you just tell the people where they can find you, uh, tell them your Instagram, uh, whatever you want them to know? Absolutely. Thank you, ladies, for having me on the show. You know, I'm a big fan of the show, always supporting it. Um, you can find me on Instagram at enzo.detroit. That's E-N-Z-O period D-E-T-R-O-I-T. Um, you can find me on Instagram as well. My blog page for the 811 blog is 811 blog. And those are the words 811 and then blog. That's on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right. Um, and just closing out, we want to thank you again so much. Um, we hope you enjoy being here. And our episode should be out soon. Yes. And we just appreciate it. This was so fun. It was. Shout out to you for being our first guest. Yes. Ooh. All right, well, that's all. Thank y'all for listening and watching, and we'll see y'all next time. See you next week.